Welcome to Choosing Happily Ever After with Nicole Van Gelder, a podcast that focuses on values and practical tools to help you have peace, joy, and confidence so you can create your own happy homes and lives, no fairy godmothers required. In her last episode, Pastor Nicole covered the opportunity we have to embrace all the possibilities that 2022 holds for us. In this week's episode, she will cover the intentionality that is required to embrace the journey the Lord has set out for each of us. Let's get this journey started right now. (laughs) And there's two things I want to share with you this month. And the first one is John 15. Starting in verse 1, I'm going to actually read verse 1 through verse 12. So if you have a Bible handy, I encourage you to grab it. But if not, that's okay. I will just read it. You can follow along with me. And I'm reading out of the NLT, by the way. I read out of a variety. I always start in the NASB, but I read out of a variety of versions. So so this is NLT. All right, so John 15, 1. I'm the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they'll produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I've given to you. Remain in me, and I'll remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing." Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I've loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love. I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way that I've loved you. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for his friends. So that's John 15 verses 1 through 12. This is about a journey, you know, being pruned, following the Lord's commands, abiding in his love. These are all continual things. They're not one-time things. It isn't that the Lord just prunes you once. If you're a gardener, you're going to be having to care for your plants continually so that they stay healthy and they continue to bear fruit. But the good news about this is that if you notice, the one who is leading the journey is not the plant. It's not you. It's not me. It's the Father. It's the Lord. He's the one who's pruning. He's leading. He is the reason that fruit is produced. And this is good news because it means that (laughs) you don't have to take that pressure on yourself. But instead, you can trust him to do it. You can just embrace him. You can do what it is that he's asking. You can trust his pruning. You can trust in the midst of the process that there will be a good result. You know, I'm going to read a part of this again. I'm going to read John 15 verses 9 through 11 and this in the Passion Translation. And this is what it says. I love each of you with the same love that the Father loves me. You must continually let my love nourish your hearts. If you keep my commands, you will live in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands. For I continually live nourished and empowered by his love. 
My purpose for telling you these things is so that the joy that I experience will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. Now, I love a couple of things about this. I love the picture, the wording of being nourished and empowered by the Lord's love continually living, nourished, and empowered. This means that the key to all of this is abiding in the Lord, that the key to a journey that actually leads you someplace and produces good fruit is learning how to continually live in connection with the Lord, trusting Him. Now, this might seem hard, but it's actually... (laughs) the most amazing thing in the world. And while it does require intention from you, and it does require time, just like any relationship would, it isn't something that is beyond you. You know, to be connected to the Lord certainly means to spend time in the Word and to be growing that way. But it's also so much about your heart posture. It's about praying to Him continually, acknowledging His presence. It's about worshiping him in your heart and your thought and your actions. It's about being aware of him. It's about doing what he asks you to do. So that means trusting that he's going to speak to you, you know, stepping out in faith when you're going, is this the Lord? Was he telling me to do this? Well, (laughs) you know, if you think it might've been, then what's the harm in stepping out and doing it and then trusting him to reroute your steps if you've misunderstood You know, this is, again, it's about the journey. It's about a continual connection to him as you go. And I love this picture of being not just nourished, you know, not just fed and taken care of and becoming healthy, but also by being empowered by his love. It's his love that will cause you to be able to step out in power. It's his love that's going to give you the ability to stay on the journey. It's his love that's going to cause you to bear fruit. It's his love that's going to allow you (laughs) to have the confidence and the security to be able to step out in faith. It's his love that will give you the ability to risk because (laughs) when you're connected to him, you know, it's, it's so amazing. It's like with my husband, I would go anywhere with my husband. If he were to say to me, like, this is my dream, Or I feel like this is what the Lord's saying to us. You know, there's obviously a process to things, but I can't think of one thing that I would not do with my husband because I have so much confidence in him and I have so much confidence in us together. You know, as long as we're together, everything else will work out. Everything else will be okay because we're in it together and I love him and my heart is knit to his. And so all I need is him and the Lord, obviously, and I, I want my kids to be there too, <laughs> you know, but, but I would risk anything if I was with my husband. I would risk anything for our future. And I'm not talking about recklessly, but I am talking about recklessly. So I guess I should say I'm not talking about foolishly, but I would be willing to take any risk with my husband because I trust him so much and I trust our life together. And I, so I'm going to step out. And so this is what it is with the Lord too, is that we are empowered by his love. We are empowered. We have power to do things that we wouldn't do otherwise because we are connected to him, because we are connected to his love. So this first step is about the journey. 
but it's not just about embracing the journey, but it's about embracing him on the journey. So as you are looking into this year, the first step that you should be taking above all else is to connect your heart to the Lord's. So that might require you going back to him. It might be that you're going to him for the first time. It doesn't have to be complicated. You know, maybe you're already connected to him, so it's just continuing in that way. But don't make it bigger than it has to be. All it has to be is a simple prayer. Like, Lord, (laughs) I want to be planted in you. I'm going to trust you this year. This is the year. I'm turning my heart towards you. I'm turning my face towards you. I'm connecting my heart with yours right now. As you do that, he will meet you. He will be with you. And he will teach you, by the way, how to hear his voice, how to be connected to him, how to pray, how to trust him, how to recognize him, how to feel his presence with you. He will teach you all of that. So just trust him in that. All right. The second step that I want to give you for this new year is found in Psalms 86:11, which by the way is, is the verse I felt like the Lord gave me for this year. I don't normally do that, but as I was spending time with him this year, I just asked, hey, is there something that you have for me for this year? And, and he gave me a phrase and he gave me a verse. And in verse 86, Psalm 86:11 is the verse. And this is what it says. Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. In the message, it says this, Train me, God, to walk straight. Then I'll follow your true path. Put me together, one heart and mind. Then undivided, I'll worship in joyful fear. I love that. Put me together in one heart and mind. Because I know that the Lord is putting me together. He has faithfully been doing that (laughs) all my life. You know, He is restoring me to who He created me to be originally. And the more I walk with Him, the healthier, the more free, the more complete I become. And so I just, I love that phrasing in particular. Uh, The Passion Translation I also like. It says, teach me more about you, how you work and how you move so that I can walk onward in your truth until everything within me brings honor to your name. And then the last one I'm going to do is the Amplified, which says, teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk and live in your truth. Direct my heart to fear your name with awe-inspired reverence and submissive worship. All right, so a few things about this. You know, teach me your way. Teach is actually this cool picture because it's not just sitting in school. You're learning something. Somebody's teaching you with their words. But it's actually, it's a picture of an archer. It's an archer's shot. Or it's a picture of rain flowing as water, rain being thrown and in a direction. And I love this because the picture in my mind then is that it isn't just that the Lord is just teaching us knowledge, but that he's actually preparing us, that he has skill and he has purpose and he's preparing us for a purpose. He's teaching us and shaping us that there is direction to it. Teach me your way. Way, guess what that means? (laughs) It is actually the picture of a journey a road, a distance, a manner. So again, that word comes up again, journey. Like the Lord is preparing us according to his journey. Like we're walking with him. I'll walk in your truth. This isn't just a head knowledge, but this is actually an unfolding during a journey. There's more that I could get into there, but I think you get the point that it is in the journey that you are going to learn God's ways. It is in the journey that your purpose is going to be discovered. 
it is on the journey that you are going to be connected with the Lord, and that you're going to learn how to worship Him, that you are going to have your heart connected in fear, like a godly fear, a reverence, and an honor to Him. The word, okay, I said I was dumb, but there is one more word I want to talk about. The word walk there. I think this is very interesting and so appropriate. But this is what I read when I was studying it. It said, applied to human existence, the word suggests going to one's death. As in Genesis 15, 2, when Abraham says, O Lord God, what will you give me since I am going to my death childless? It can also be used in a a verb in reference to one's behavior or the way one walks in life. So certainly that is true. It's talking about behavior and and all of that. But I love this because when we learn God's ways, it actually is about our death. And that used to be something that terrified me, but I've come to understand that (laughs) the more I die, the more he lives in me and the more I actually live myself. The more whole I become, the more purposeful my life is, the more loving I become, the more loved I become. It is going to my death, embracing his ways for my life has required a lot of death over and over again. You know, Lord, you want me to do what? Oh, you're leading me where? You know, I can't tell you how many times that I have felt like he was killing me, (laughs) you know, and that, oh, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this, but it's clearly not a good idea. Like you're going to see, you know, but okay, I'll be the obedient martyr, you know, and every time it's that he's actually leading me into true life that he's actually leading me into something of eternal value, you know, that he's actually bringing me into true purpose and who he created me to be. And so I want to encourage you that this year, he's going to continue to do that for all of us. This is the year it may require death. It will require your death, but that's only because he's bringing you into true life. So this is a year to embrace the journey. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great life because the Lord is with you. He has purposes for you. He will prove that to you over and over and over again. And so I want to encourage you to trust him, to commit to the journey. And the last thing that I want to encourage you in, and maybe a little bit bossy on my end, but I'm okay doing that, (laughs) write down your journey. I want to encourage you so very strongly. Journal what the Lord says to you. Journal your thoughts, your feelings, your life. You know, whatever version that looks like for you. Maybe it's an actual journal with pen and paper. Maybe it's your notes on your phone. Maybe it's social media posts, although I'm a little more leery about that. But it could be that too. Maybe it's a photo journal. Whatever it is, voice memos or videos. Find a way to record your journey this year some sort of concrete way, because I promise you that when you are at the end of this year, this new year, and you're looking to another new year, if you record your journey, you're going to be able to look back and you will be in awe of what the Lord has done because he is with you as an archer. He is leading you. He is guiding you. He is preparing you. So if you stick with him, this will be a year of growth. It will be a year of joy. It will be a year of miracles. 
your capacity will change. You will be transformed. It will be a year full of peace and a year full of love. It will be beyond what you can even imagine as long as you stick with the journey. And as you write it down, you'll become more and more aware of his faithfulness and his goodness. And it will encourage you then to keep going into the next journey that he has for you. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you continue to join me this year. It's going to be a great one and I am feeling full of hope. So I'm just going to pray real quickly and we will end for this time. So Father, I just thank you for each person listening to this and I thank you that you are a gardener, that you are a faithful father, that you are a friend, that you are a skilled archer and that you're with them, that you have promises over their life, that you have purpose for them. Lord, I pray that this year they would see light in places of darkness, that they would see wholeness in new ways, that their capacity would grow. I pray that dreams would come true, that joy would be full to overflowing. Lord, and I just ask that you would give them a tenacity to embrace all that this year has for them, to embrace it fully, to embrace it with joy, to trust you, knowing that you are going to bring about good results, that you are with them, that you will comfort them, guide them, convict them, (laughs) that you will teach them, and that you will, above all, love them. And so I just thank you, Father, and I thank you for this brand new year, and just ask that you would bless it. And I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to having you join me next month here again. Next month, Pastor Nicole will be sharing on the topic of authenticity. We look forward to having you join us back here again on February 7th as we dive into the topic of authenticity and If you enjoyed this podcast, you can share it below and subscribe to the channel. You can also find Nicole Van Gelder on social media or through her website in the show credits. Thanks again for choosing Happily Ever After. See you next time.